welcome to Meet Me at the Movies. I'm Nolte Manning II, hanging out with Mr. Thomas Manning. Hope you are well. We appreciate you spending time with us. Uh, Thomas and I both decided we should dress formal today. <laughs> and uh, as you can see, I've got my Critics' Choice, uh, my Critics Choice uh, tux on. Uh, it, it still fits, believe it or not. It, it still fits. It's pretty good. I, I did gain 50 pounds um uh, but but it still fits so i guess it was too big to begin with no i didn't gain 50 pounds uh critics choice this is the awards special uh highlighting the winners of the 27th annual critics choice awards i vote in that every year uh thomas is a north carolina film critics association member and also a sefka uh, uh member as well that's the southeastern film critics association uh and and we are nearing the end of award season and it's been a very extended award season, Thomas, but actually not as long as last year. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I tweeted about this other day. Last year's award season lasted until the end of April. But for some reason, something about this year, um, even though it's lasting a month shorter compared to last year, this year feels even longer than last year. Um, I just feel like we these movies, we've been talking about them for months and months and months off on end, which we have, but it's just felt like, like almost years at this point so um you know you kind of got to take that for what it is but uh <laughs> like next year i'm hoping we're back to a you know our regularly scheduled programming with award season hopefully it just stretches until february and then that's it and then it's on to the next stuff so yeah I, i'm hoping and, and 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 feeling like like maybe that will be the case but we're happy to talk about uh, some of the most awarded films and films that are honored. And uh, if we get a chance, we may talk about kind of an uh, Oscar preview. We don't know. We'll, we'll see how much time we have. But I uh, definitely want to cover some of the Critics' Choice winners. Uh, and uh, I'll, I'll share this quickly. Critics' Choice uh, hands out awards during this particular show for film and television. Uh, Ted Lasso, for the second year in a row, the big winner. Uh, Ted Lasso for television won four awards including Best Comedy Series, Best Comedy Actor and Actress, uh, and uh, Supporting Actor as well. So congrats to Ted Lasso. You and I both are huge Ted Lasso fans. And, uh, and season two, honestly, just as strong as season one. And it's setting up very interesting season three. So I'm excited to see where that goes. I'll tell you, Thomas, uh, there are some interesting character arcs that we find within Ted Lasso, uh, with even with characters that we honestly – that in the first season felt like kind of secondary kind of background characters and now they are lead characters especially heading into the season three and i'm really excited to see where that goes and i think that says a lot about the writing to be able to achieve something that spectacular yeah i think that's a really special thing they've been able to do with the show is there's characters that serve uh, you know the characters in the first season they serve something as a function to the development of other characters uh, but then in the second season, they're bringing them in and they are, they are more, they have come more into that role and they aren't just serving as, um, you know, kind of a background character or as a character that serves the arc of someone else. They are going through their own arc and um, going through their own changes and um, they are, you know, as we see in season two, perhaps coming in conflict with some of the characters that um, they were, you know, they looked up to in the first season or that they you know had great relationships with in the first season uh so i think you know it's taken us into some unexpected territory and uh very impressed that 
they've been able to keep us on our toes, keep us guessing, and um, you know, just keep us intrigued with what's to come. Absolutely, absolutely, and uh, that was the uh, Ted Lasso again, uh, the the big winner for the uh, Critics' Choice for for film uh, for television. I'll get it out there. Uh, for film, Power of the Dog uh, had four wins. We'll go over those uh, shortly. Belfast and Dune both had three wins each for the 27th uh, Critics' Choice Awards. Uh, and Lifetime Achievement Award, I want to mention this, went out to Billy Crystal, and the See Her Award went to Halle Berry. Uh, Thomas and I are going to dive into the categories and, uh, and, and, and see what we thought about some of these, give you some of the some of the background on these as well. But before we do that, Thomas, I want to give you a chance to uh, give a shout out to either one film, one performance for the year that was a standout for you. It doesn't have to necessarily be one that was nominated. Well, I guess this is my last chance this year to give some love to Pig, uh, the directorial debut from Michael Sarnowski and, uh, of course, starring Nicolas Cage and uh, Alex Wolf in a great supporting role. And I just kind of want to give Loved the entire film. Um, I think, you know, one of my favorite quotes about film and film criticism is from Roger Ebert and how movies are, you know, a machine that generates empathy. And uh, when I think of movies from last year, um, the, the example that comes to mind that kind of best fits that criteria is definitely Pig, um, you know, film about, um, film about grief and coming to terms with loss, uh, but also, you know, finding some finding some like some finding some comfort finding some solace in unexpected places and uh finding that you're never truly as lonely as you might think you are um and uh just Nicolas Cage as uh as eccentric as he can be sometimes we love him for that we love all of his eccentric roles this it, it was really really wonderful to see him go back to a role that um is just so purely from his heart and, um, you know, purely from his soul. And um, so Pig, once again, it is, uh, you know, a neon production and uh, it's, it's only 90 minute watch and I can't recommend it enough if you haven't had a chance to see it. So, Awesome. Awesome. And I'm going to throw out there uh, Riders of Justice, which uh, was a film that really stuck with me throughout the year and was released what like a year ago Thomas I think back in February or, or so early early uh, 2021 and it's a film that had uh, action it had drama it had uh, some really interesting interactions between uh, family and relationships and uh, Matt Mickelson is just amazing and uh, it's a film that I think more people need to see and again, who cares about the subtitles? It's all about story. It's all about the characters. And can you be brought in and can you be drawn into what's happening? And can it hold you? And that movie held me from the opening scene all the way through the final scene. It was one of those films that had a lot of twists and turns. Uh, it took you in some unexpected ways. And uh, it had that kind of organic humor which I love. It, it, it didn't feel forced. It was just natural and authentic. So Riders Justice is one that I want to recommend. And I know that you enjoyed that as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, honestly, that can pair well with Pig uh, thematically uh, because they're both films about loss and, uh, you know, finding 
finding peace in the people around you uh, and, and finding peace in the unexpected places. So, yeah, Riders of Justice and Pig, and uh, that would be a great double feature, I think. There you go. There you go. See, we're, we're giving you education right here on Meet Me at the Movies. Well, let's dive into the awards, Thomas, and uh, the 27th, Critics, uh, 27th Annual Critics' Choice Awards. Uh, I'll let you start off with the best picture. Uh, yes, yeah, so uh, Power of the Dog did win Best Picture. Um, and this is one of those movies where I guess I'm ultimately fine with it getting all the love that it has, but I still just never connected with it quite to the extent that a lot of other people did. Um, there were easily a dozen other films I saw last year that I think are more deserving of that acclaim. Um, and it's a movie that the more you sit with it, the more you appreciate it. Um, but that isn't enough for me personally to have it stack up against other movies from last year uh, that I think were, um, you know, that just connected with me more, whether that's Pig or something like Drive My Car, uh, yeah. the Japanese production, or uh, The Tragedy of Macbeth uh, the, with Denzel Washington, um, or Mass. I think Mass was another one that was uh, just as deserving, if not more. Um, but still, ultimately, I have a lot of respect for everything The Power of the Dog has accomplished, and Jane Campion, she's only made a very small handful of feature films over the years, but the success she's had consistently is just phenomenal from winning Best Director and Best Original Screenplay in 1993 for The Piano. Um, you know that she has just incredible dedication and almost like an obsessive precision to her craft. Uh, and so, you know, what she accomplished with The Power of the Dog, you got to give her major props and major credit for it. Um, and I'm sure this this film will come up in other conversations throughout the show because we have uh, a lot of categories that I want to get to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm with you on the film. I, I found it artistically engaging and I thought performances were really solid, but the film as a whole just did not connect and hold on to me. It's one that I've, I've thought about and, and, and thought about during award season, but it's not one of those that I would put up there for me as uh as the best uh the best of the year but it has been doing quite well uh during award season i think a uh, a surprise here uh for best actor maybe a surprise a surprise to some um will smith uh won for king richard uh for the best actor for the critics choice awards i was really incredibly happy to see this thomas uh i think uh the uh, kind of odds on favorite seemed to be uh, benedict cumberbatch was the one who tended to be doing pretty well uh, during award season, but Will Smith, you know, here's a guy that um, that really started out doing music, transitioned into television sitcoms, and had an incredible sitcom uh, that lasted for years, and and partly that into a film career where he used his comic talent in things in action films and then dramas, and he is a solid solid acting talent, and you can go back and look at films like Ali or Pursuit of Happiness. And you really see what he's what he was capable of, and and he really surprised a lot of people. And here he is once again uh, playing the father of Venus and Serena Williams in the film King Richard, this biopic, and phenomenal. And so happy to see him with this win. Yeah, and you know, confession, I still have yet to see King Richard, uh, but I'm gonna do everything I can to watch it before the Oscar ceremony. Uh, but I do want to get your thoughts. Uh, so Venus and Serena, they were producers on the film, I believe. How important was that to the success of the project and just telling that story? Uh, Venus and Serena were the producers, uh, the service producers for this film. This was one that they completely embraced. 
uh, and because they were so closely connected to it, the filmmakers wanted it to be true to who they were and true to their story, and it was that. And if you saw them speak at the Critics' Choice Awards, they were presenters, uh, and seeing them speak, you, you really got a sense that they loved this film, that they embraced this film, that they wanted this film to be something that others appreciated as well and understood that had their stamp of approval and it did that film is king richard and uh so happy to to be able to share uh, once again will smith winning as best actor thomas we're going to take a quick intermission we're going to come back uh get through more categories hopefully we'll get through uh most of them and uh and if we don't uh, we'll, we'll make sure we tell you where to find that list hang on for more uh the critics choice awards recap 27th annual Critics' Choice recap right here on Meet Me at the Movies after this quick intermission. Noel Manning for Thomas Manning on Meet Me at the Movies, C19 TV and WGWG. CCC, we're all about training students for exciting careers. Our Barber Academy is a great example. Did you know jobs for barbers, stylists, and other related fields are increasing? Competition for the best jobs will be strong. With your CCC training, you'll have a definite edge. Our courses give you the skills and knowledge you need to sit for North Carolina's apprentice barber exam. To move up the ladder, you need at least one year of on-the-job training before you take the state's registered barber exam. If you pass, it's official. You'll be a registered barber. While private barber schools can cost $10,000 or more, CCC makes it affordable. Plus, you can complete our Barber Academy in only 15 months. Now the question is, are you ready to start your journey today? Between your job, your family, and other demands on your time, life can get pretty hectic. So we want you to take time for yourself. Hi, I'm Jennifer Harrell, and I want you to join me for your health. Each month, the Cleveland County Health Department and C19 TV will explore topics that affect you and your family's health. We'll discuss the importance of exercise, a healthy diet, and regular health screenings and checkups. From fitness tips to warning signs to the latest healthcare news, for your health will help keep you in shape and up to date in Cleveland County. We want you to be your best, so join us each month for your health. Right here on Spectrum Cable and online, c19.tv. Won't you come and meet me at the movies? Won't you come and watch? Hi, and welcome back into Meet Me in the Movies. I'm Thomas Manning here alongside Critics' Choice Association member Noel Manning, and we are talking about the Critics' Choice Awards, the 2022 27th Annual Critics' Choice Awards, and going over the winners uh, that were recently announced. And we have discussed Best Picture, we have discussed uh, Best Actor, and now we're moving into Best Actress. Uh, and this year, Jessica Chastain won for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. And uh, you know, there were performances that I think did more with less last year. You know, I think of Jodie Comer in The Last Duel, which has been completely overlooked in awards season. And that was one of my favorites from last year. And then I think of uh, Renate uh, Rainsma in The Worst Person in the World. But still with what Chastain did with The Eyes of Tammy Faye, 
she when you talk about an actress completely disappearing into a role uh, that's that's exactly what this is and i think she deserves all the credit in the world for that um some people have said oh well you know the most acting doesn't equal the best acting which you know that's true but i still think what she did with tammy faye is a genuinely great performance and, you know as urban top and bombastic as it is i still think she was able to find just an incredible wells of you know incredible wells of emotion and incredible wells of reaching and connecting with the audience and um and i just have to you know have to applaud her for that um so i'm i'm more than happy to see jessica chastain getting all the love that she is and uh it's very possible that she may soon be oscar winner jessica chastain absolutely yeah it it was a phenomenal performance uh and a really interesting film and one that's you know, it has these North Carolina roots uh, and uh, these Carolina roots, I should say, uh, when you when you look at where this took place, when you're looking at the Jim and Tammy story and, and the Praise the Lord Network, the PTL Network, uh, fascinating documentary that this was based on from years ago and really excited that this was turned into a feature film uh, with one of our, uh, you know, favorite acting talents as well, uh, starring as a Jim Baker what a year uh, this guy had, um, Andrew Garfield. So uh, really glad to, to see him shine uh, in that role as well. Um, Best Supporting Actor, Thomas, this was a, a film. The film was Coda. And, and what's what's the guy's name? It's it's what, Troy? Troy? Uh, Troy, a uh, coach, I believe. Yes. And um, I, I tell you what, man, Coda was one of those films that got a lot of love early on from Apple. And it was a very interesting story about... Um, seeing um, seeing life and hearing life through the hearing impaired and and um, a daughter who has um, you know, she's a child of deaf adults which is what coda is and you're seeing two stories going on two parallels going on and uh, man what a what a great film one more people again need to see and uh, again a solid performance and really happy to see this win any thoughts on on Coda or this performance? It's just a very, very warm film. Um, and it's just one that kind of wraps around you like a you know, like a warm hug. It's, it's just very cozy. And um, it's, you know, a lot of the a lot of the best picture nominated films this year or a lot, of, you know, a lot of the heavy awards contenders have been very heavy, very serious, uh, which isn't a bad thing. But it's nice to have some something like Coda for some levity every once in a while. And that does typically happen during awards season is that there are a lot of heavy films that, uh, that really can kind of weigh you down. You, you can't binge watch some of these films back to back to back. You know, we talked about a couple that you could watch uh, as double features that really aren't listed here. But uh, there, there are some of these films you would not want to watch uh, as a double feature because they are uh, pretty heavy. Uh, Best Supporting Actress, another, another uh, North Carolina connection here uh, as well. Is that right, Thomas? Yeah, yeah, Ariana DeBose uh, for West Side Story, and she is a native of Raleigh, North Carolina, and was a graduate of Western Carolina University in uh, Cullowhee. And um, so her performance in this as, uh, as Anita, there's just so much charisma and talent energy in the entire cast of West Side Story, but I think she might exemplify uh, all of those characteristics the most out of any of the cast members. Um, and... I really think she steals the show. Um, the, the dance number 
the uh, America dance number where she is in the, the yellow dress. And that's just a really iconic image from the film that stuck with me and stuck with so many people. And uh, I am you know, just very happy to see her getting, uh, you know, having so much success and getting so much recognition. And uh, yeah, it's always fun to see some, uh, you know, some home team, some home team uh, players get, uh, get the success. Okay, Thomas, I'm, I'm, I had to step out for just a second because I, I wanted to pull up that image that you're talking about. Yeah, there we go. Right there, That's there's it. That, there's yeah. that image from, uh, from West Side Story and on the cover of a Variety uh, magazine. Yeah, absolutely agree with you. When, when I heard Spielberg was going to remake a classic, I was, I, I, I'm always, I'm, I'm typically an optimistic guy, but I was pretty pessimistic when I hear classics being remade because there have been many times they've happened and they failed. And uh, I, I was worried about that. But when I heard Spielberg was at the helm, uh, I said, okay, let, let's see what's going to happen. But, you know, we don't typically think about Spielberg and musicals. But now we can think about Spielberg and uh, Oscar-nominated musicals as well as action-adventure and drama. I mean, he is someone that if he truly puts his name on it now and wants to do it, he's going to find a way to do it and do it with success. So congratulations on Spielberg uh, for that and uh, this North Carolina talent for getting the Best Supporting Actress for the Critics' Choice Awards. Uh, Kenneth Branagh has been a, a ginger that I've uh, appreciated for years. Uh, I've talked about uh, Branagh on this uh, show for, for quite, a, quite a while and even going back to when uh, I worked with uh, Headline News, um, with uh, Shelby Headline News and Greg Tillman there, uh, and had a show called The Movie Minute, later The Manning Minute. Branagh was someone that I always kind of connected with, and uh, I've loved his work, and, and he took on a very personal uh, film with the film Belfast, which you got a chance to revisit as well, and Jude Hill stars as a young Branagh. This is a semi-autobiographical film, and Jude Hill got the best young actor for the Critics' Choice, and I love this kid. I absolutely love this kid. I got a chance to sit in uh, on a couple of Q and A's uh, with him during award season, and he's just a kind and gentle soul. And uh, you could tell that all he wanted to do was soak up and learn everything about everything. And you, you, he, I think he parlayed that sense of wonder the very same way within this film. Yeah, yeah, and I think what uh, what makes certain actors so special is just certain physical characteristics they have that you know, they were just born with. And for him, I think it's his freckles, just the freckles that he has, and what that brings, you know, to what his, uh, you know, what he motes with his face is, like, you know, if that same performance with a kid without those freckles, it wouldn't have worked to the extent that it did. It might sound strange to say, but if you watch Belfast, I think you'll understand what I'm saying. Um, so I, I just loved seeing um, seeing the performance of such an innocence um, and just uh, naivety in a beautiful, you know, a beautiful soul like this kid and in such a dark, dark period in history uh, where there's terrible terrible violence between uh, some religious conflict and uh, just seeing that all through the eyes of a child um, I was very uh, very moved and touched by what uh, they did with Belfast and Jude Hill's performance. Absolutely and while we're on Belfast I'm going to go ahead and mention the other two awards that it won as well. Kenneth Branagh 
uh, did win for best original screenplay uh, and the film uh, also received the best acting ensemble and both of those are, are, are very much worth it and thomas i'm going to let you dive in with a best director and best adapted screenplay yeah so once again uh, jane campion coming in with power of the dog uh, for best writer and best adapted screenplay and yeah, while I do think um, I can understand why the votes went this way and I can uh, understand her getting this acclaim, um, it's just one of those that I'm going to have to be comfortable in saying that it didn't work for me as it did for a lot of other critics. And that's okay. That's I think that's what makes film so beautiful is the subjectivity of it all and that we can you know, all come with our own experiences and all come to something with our own perspectives and take away with it something different. And I, I, um, but, you know, credit where credit is due, um, going back to the just insane precision of it all that uh, Jane Campion has a director. Um, this is a really, really tight film. Um, it's one of those that almost, takes your breath away at certain moments because you're holding your breath. Just there's tension, there's suspense, uh, but there's also some, you know, slow reflective drama and the way she's able to weave all of these different, you know, emotions together uh, and just um, the way she can, it's like watching this film almost has a clinch on you, like a clinch on your heart and you're holding your breath in certain instances. Uh, so that, that's kind of what power of the dog was for me. And um, it, you know, seeing the success it has, uh, mileage is going to vary from viewer to viewer. Um, but still, congratulations to uh, Jane Campion and the entire cast and crew of Power of the Dog for um, the continued acclaim that it's getting. It also won for Best Cinematography, so uh, that is the uh, the final of the four awards it won uh, for that. Best Production Design did go to Dune, and uh, Best Editing went to uh, West Side Story. And Thomas, I'll let you pick up with uh, Best Costume Design. Best Costume Design was Cruella, uh, which was a film that I never got around to seeing either. Uh, and so I don't know if you've seen it, if you want to speak a little bit to that. Yeah, I will say as soon as I saw this film, I said this is a film that, that should uh, be showing up during award season for costume design and, and also a hair and makeup. And it did show up in both of all, both of those. And uh, it was uh, very well worth winning uh, for costume uh, design and hair and makeup. Uh, that award went to the eyes of Tammy Faye, which we've already spoken about. Uh, and Dune, you and I really loved visually Dune. So tell me about the, the award that Dune received, another award that uh, Dune received that had these visual connections. Yeah, best visual effects for Dune. And talk about just creating an entirely new world and stepping in to something that is engrossing and enthralling and immersive. Uh, that's what Denis Villeneuve and uh, the entire however many thousands of crew members and VFX artists that worked on Dune, that's what they were able to create. And uh, just watching this in IMAX was one of the most immersive film experiences that I've ever experience so um I, I said experiences that i experienced you know what i'm getting at there yes so, and there, and there yeah. were multiple experiences that you had within this That's film true. so you, you were right That's on true. it man. you were right on it well the 27th annual critics choice awards you can find the full list uh, of winners if you go to criticschoice.com criticschoice.com we did not get a chance to run through all of them but 
Uh, you can find all those, also including uh, the Critics' Choice on the 17th of March handed out the Critics' Choice Super Awards, uh, recognizing supernatural and superhero-infused films uh, and TV shows. So you can find those lists as well on CriticsChoice.com. This is fun, Thomas, uh, going back and thinking about these, and uh, the Oscars are going to be coming uh, out at the uh, end of the month, and uh, we'll see. Uh, uh, are you going to boycott? Have you, have you decided you're going to boycott because they're not going to be showing the technical awards? Listen, I, I've continued to think about that. Uh, it might be a game time decision for me, uh, but I am just very displeased with the Academy that they have made this decision to ultimately disrespect uh, some of the, some of the artists that, you know, cinema, they're not showing cinematography. They're not showing editing. If you don't have a cameraman, if you don't have an editor, you don't have a movie. Exactly. If you don't have sound. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't understand it. So yeah, yeah, I, you know, Academy, if you're watching them, just know that we're, we're very disappointed in you and you can do better. So until next time for the uh, cast and crew here at meet me in the movies for Thomas Manning and for everyone behind the scenes that makes it happen. I thank you. And I appreciate you watching as well. I'm Nolte Manning II. And for this week, that's a wrap. Happy